Welcome into the Border War Sports Podcast. Taylor Dameron, Nate Kendall here with you again uh, on this recording this on Tuesday. Schedules didn't line up for a Wednesday recording. So yeah, we figured I didn't have to work today. I was already down here, so get it done today and should be fun. Yeah, it should be. Um, Lots of good topics to hit on here today. Yeah, uh, first we're going to talk about local college, um, K-State, KU, MU. Uh, we'll touch on a little bit of Northwest Mo West. That's Thursday, you know, MIAA. Uh, kicks off this Thursday. Most teams play Thursday. I think there might be one or two games on. Five games. I think, five or six games on Thursday. I think there's one. There might be one on Saturday if I remember looking correctly, but we can look into that as well. Uh, and then we're going to touch on the Chiefs' 53-man roster. A couple of surprises. Uh, you guys probably have probably already have heard of some of the surprises, uh, but we'll kind of dig a little bit deeper into it. And then we'll kind of just preview the NFL. Week one is that also starts Thursday uh, with Bears-Packers, um, which I'm not a fan of the Super Bowl champ not playing on Thursday, but I get it. It's the 100th anniversary. The Bears and Packers are the, you know, premier franchises, whatever. Yeah, Oldest franchises, whatever. whatever. But... Um, first, uh, we'll touch on a little bit of college football. We won't go in too much in depth in it just because there were so many games this past week that most of them didn't matter. Local team-wise, um, K-State won 49-14, KU won 24-17, and Mizzou lost 37-31. On that, though, uh, diehard Kansas fan speaking, by the way, I still think Mizzou's the best team out of the three. And I think they'll still finish with a better record because, um, Nate, you're a diehard Mizzou fan. At least the SEC East, no one else other than Georgia looked good either. Yeah, that was yeah, – looking at the East along with Mizzou, I still think Mizzou's the second-best team. Just I know Florida didn't play. They played week one and didn't look great. They mm-hmm. won, did not look very good. South Carolina lost to North Carolina. That's a bad Mac loss. Matt Brown is their coach. And Mac Brown tried everything in the fourth quarter to give South Carolina yeah, a win. Tried everything. Kneel down on fourth and ten with like seven <sighs> seconds left. And South Carolina throws two Hail Marys. Brilliant coaching by World Class <laughs> Champ. Instead of getting in a field goal range and kicking a game-winning field goal. But I digress. Vandy, what do you expect? They get rolled by Georgia, as you kind of would expect. Um, I mean, on that though, a lot of a lot of national people that I read were expecting Vanderbilt's offense to do something, not, and didn't do yeah. anything. I mean, so Vanderbilt, I think their one staple the last couple of years has been they've been able to move the football. Yeah. They didn't do it. I mean, Georgia doesn't have a great defense. They have a good defense. Mm-hmm. Don't doesn't have a great defense. They don't have a typical Georgia defense, and they didn't do anything. So I think Vanderbilt's pretty vulnerable too. Yeah, the rest of the East it just doesn't look very good. I would. I mean, Kentucky struggled with Toledo. Mm-hmm. I mean, you name it. It was it was not all around a great weekend for the SEC, and just all around, their top half got the wins they were supposed to get. Big win by Auburn, but yeah, Mizzou. That was, I I still think the best player on the field, no matter what in that game was Kelly Bryant. Mm. He threw two picks, but he also saved a pick six. Yeah, with a penalty, he he made plays that he needed to. I didn't watch the game. Luckily, thank goodness, <laughs> I didn't have to watch that game. But he showed that he's he's the best player. 
See, I didn't watch it. I've I've read everything up on it though um, about people in the game. They pretty much said towards the end, Kelly Bryant said, "Get out of the way, I'm doing this." Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's got to be encouraging for Mizzou fans. You never really. I mean, you've had good quarterbacks. Don't get me wrong. I think the last one's kind of done that. Hey, get out of my way. We're losing. Yeah, get out of my way. It was Chase Daniel. Yeah. I think. I mean, Blaine Gabbert was never like that. He didn't have the personality like that. I. I know you like Drew Locke. I don't think Drew Locke really had that attitude Locke either. Locke relied a lot on his receiving core mm-hmm. that he had. And, I mean, he had some really good receivers come through Mizzou. Yeah. Like, I mean, Bryant's got himself. He's got a very solid receiving core. A lot of young yeah. receivers that are going to contribute this year. And then, of course, you've got your big six foot six tight end that you can just throw the ball up to and go get it. But now it it puts a bigger emphasis on this week's game. Um, Zoo, West Virginia, a lot of national people... Say it's going to be West Virginia didn't look good. I'm not trying to say West Virginia. West Virginia, I think, won by seven. I think something like that um, on whoever they played. Does put an emphasis though. It's in my opinion, it's a must win for Mizzou. Um, they need to go three and one in non conference to be tr- to, to be candid with you. Because if they can go three and one, I think their season is still salvageable. Yeah, and I mean, I I don't see how they lose. Vegas line went from twelve to fourteen in a day. Mm-hmm. I just think home opener, Mizzou's gonna be happy to be home, and they're going to, they're gonna play well. And then, is it Neil Brown, the head coach at West Virginia? Yeah, Neil him? Brown. Yeah, he's he's not gonna have an answer. I think Kelly Bryant's gonna come out and play just as well as he did last week. Mizzou's defense is gonna be ready to play. Yeah, and I think they're gonna step up and they're gonna play like they did the first quarter against Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I see no reason Mizzou shouldn't roll through there and win by at least two touchdowns. I, I don't see I don't see either. Um, that was kind of the one disappointment in the area. Um, Mizzou kind of falling. Not a lot of people expected it. Um, Hit K-State next, I'd say. Yeah, down the road, K- Kansas. K- K-State was dominant, and it, it, that was surprising. I think that was the biggest surprise, probably in the Big 12. Well, they were playing Nichols. When they play, they got Mississippi State this week, don't they? I think two weeks. I think they have Bowling Green this week. Bowling Green, and then okay. they're at and then they're at Mississippi the, State next week. Then they're they're set. They I I hadn't really had a chance to talk a lot about the hire. Clement, I'm a big fan of him. He did a fantastic job. It was just to see if he could make that jump because their previous coach, Bull, he didn't have to make that giant step. He stepped just over to Wyoming, mm-hmm. and so and he's he's been very successful at Wyoming, and and so I was surprised to see the score and then hearing no turnovers, two penalties total for the game. They look good. They, they're they're going to be a lot better than I think people expect. I still think they'll be in the bottom half of the Big Twelve. They'll be bottom half of the Big Twelve, but I think they'd be. I six. can see that. I can see them a bowl game. Winning three or four Big Twelve games, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I could see them going three and zero in their non-con if they can go beat Mississippi State, who also did not look very good <laughs> against no. Lafayette or Louisiana, and so K State I think has potential to be there about sixth, I think, sixth or seventh, and get a bowl game at six and six, seven and five, eight and four at the as a stretch. I, I I agree with that. I do believe um, I heard I saw one article. Let's see how he does against an actual non FCS school. Came from an FCS school. 
played in FCS school that he's familiar yeah. with. And, and, yeah. and I'm not trying to destroy what K. I mean, K State dominated that game. And Nickel State, I mean, I know people can make the jokes. It was Kansas, blah, blah, blah. They beat a Big 12 team last year. Who exactly. won a game in the Big 12 last year? So, uh, you know, they went out, demoralized Nichols, and said, there's no doubt that we're the better team here. Exactly. You know, so um, not a lot of school, you know, not and a lot of bigger schools can say that. Skylar Thompson not having to shuffle in and out of the game. I think yep. that is going to be a key for him this year. He's going to be one of the top four quarterbacks in the Big 12 this year. I think so. I've always liked Skyler Thompson. It's just Bill Snyder, every other possession. I've been a huge, I was a huge fan of him coming out of uh, Fort Osage. Mm-hmm. And then I just was hoping he'd get a shot. And he got a shot and made plays. And then, oh, you're going to come sit the next possession. Yeah, I think that's the... I think I mean I think that does a lot for a quarterback in college. It's a lot more prevalent than the pros. Obviously, obviously the pros it's pretty much the entire game. You're gonna sink or swim, and then the next oh, week yeah. we're either gonna pull you. Um, but um, but yeah, K State looked dominant. The big question mark for them was who's gonna be their running back. They found a couple guys that really ran all over the field. Yeah. Um, so I think I think they're gonna be a lot better than it, than I expected. I thought you know Kansas was gonna beat them. Now looking at this week, I don't know. Um, but speaking of that, uh, we'll move on to Kansas, the other local team. Uh, beat Indiana State twenty four seventeen. In my opinion, I watched I watched every down, every second um, of it. Uh, I, I couldn't find it on TV, so I didn't watch. It was on Fox Sports Midwest. I was. It had baseball on apparently, or did they? Uh, DirecTV didn't have know. it listed, so maybe um, they were just trying. I was watching Iowa State Northern Iowa. It was thoroughly game. enjoying that game, even though I picked Iowa State to finish second <laughs> in Big Twelve. But that doesn't change how I feel about. Um, but yeah, K- Kansas. I I text you when they fell behind. Uh. You didn't respond, and I. As a Mizzou fan, I take great pleasure. I know you feel really good about being better than Mizzou right now. But, I mean, we both can appreciate it. I felt bad for you for the last few years. Watching awful football. Just, it's not, it hasn't been bad football. Seeing, seeing Kansas play and being just bad. has been depressing. I'll say it. It's been so depressing. I, I mean, I, I enjoy watching Kansas get beat. But I'm very impressed. They were able... I mean, we talked about it earlier yesterday. And the fact that they stuck with Carter Stanley and let him... Go through his ups and downs. Go through the ups and downs and be able to... Be be able to make mistakes and then atone from his mistakes. Well, and last by but, leading them to the end zone to win the game. I think I think the thing that really encouraged me about it, whenever it was sixteen to ten, they try to run the screen pass. It slips out of his hand. They recover it. Seventeen sixteen. Kansas, the last decade, loses that football game. They're demoralized. Carter Stanley gets pulled for another quarterback, even if the other quarterback hasn't played all week all exactly. day. They're demoralized. The next possession. Five plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, they went down, marched down. I mean, looked like a actual offense. And I'll get to the offense in a second. I didn't really like what I saw, per se. But, um... I mean, defensively, though, they played really well. well because mm-hmm. last year, what, Nichols scored 31 points against them? Something like, uh, yeah. And so, and they held, I mean... You're supposed to hold the FCS schools to whatever. But they but. were ranked. They were ranked the same at FCS as the, as Nickel State was last year. Okay, ranked 16th, 16th. Indiana State. 
I think the most encouraging part about the defense was they were playing a quarterback who is now a senior. Last year's junior year, only threw three picks all year. They picked him off twice. I mean, the the, the defense looked really, really good. I was, and one of them went for six. Which was huge because the offense was struggling, team was struggling, pick six. Uh, I really liked the defense. I think that's what's going to be this. If, if the issue the last couple of years with the Jayhawk defense, yeah, they've given up a lot of points, but when you're on the field 80% of the time, um, you're gonna you're gonna wear out because Kansas the last couple of years have has ran the air raid, and have, I don't know why we've been running the air raid um, <laughs> and speeding it up. We need to we need to slow. We're like uh, uh, really bad high school basketball. We need to get it across half court and stop, pass it around. Don't. But uh, yeah. But yeah, I I like what I saw defensively, offensively. Whenever it was sixteen to three, you saw Les Miles go back to what got him fired at LSU. Went back to just we're going to run the football, run the football, run the football, and passing was the whole reason why Kansas got up sixteen to three. Looked like they were going to kind of blow it away, and they went back to running it. And then that last drive, all five passes were in the shotgun. Carter Stanley was able to hit Parchment, who Parchment's a very impressive football player. I do like him and Dylan Charlotte. Um, so I. I don't like what the offense did half the time. It, I think it's going to help when you get Puka Williams back. Uh, the best player wasn't on the field. Obviously suspended for game one. But um, we'll see. I, I liked what I saw. I think this week Kansas beats Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina's got a lot going on outside of football. They, yeah, had, to, they're, they had to leave. And they're, they're practicing in Greenville, South Carolina, northwest yeah. part of South Carolina. Yeah, they had to head pretty far inland because mm-hmm. they're over... Pretty much right Charleston or something. They're over near the coast, and so they had to, they had to head inland because mm-hmm. of uh, the hurricane that nobody has any idea is going where it's going right now. It's just stuck in the Bahamas right now. Um, Poor Bahamas. I I saw a picture of the Bahamas, and it's it's not it's good. scary. Yeah, it's underwater. Yeah, but that's a whole different subject. Yeah, they should go out and win. I think they're nine they, and a half point favorites right now. They should cover that fairly easily if I had to Their guess. quarterback, Coastal, Coastal Carolina's quarterback. So I saw a stat. They have 135 kids on their roster. 95 of them are freshmen or sophomores, redshirt, non-redshirt. This is just, I think, second or third year of... Second year, I do believe. Yeah, um, of being FBS level. Third year, third year, because they went to a bowl game okay. last year. They were able to qualify for a bowl game last year. Um, their quarterback against Eastern, Eastern Michigan, they lost to Eastern Michigan through four picks in that game. Mm. Kansas, I think they're, they're strong points, they're secondary, so if he throws footballs like that, I think Kansas, it could be like a Rutgers game like last year, yeah. or just pick after pick. Um, but yeah, so I think there's a lot. I still think Mizzou's the best team in the area. I really do. Um, I think K-State is going to be closer than people thought. I thought K-State was a four or five win football team. Now I'm Flip that. I think they're, uh, you know, six, six or six, seven. seven. Um, well, maybe now if we find that now if they go out this week against an FBS opponent and looks bad. It two weeks from now will be uh, down in Starkville. Starkville yeah. is a tough place to play, no matter who you are. <sighs> Damn cowbells. cowbells! I hate but, watching games on TV. But the, I mean, that's going to be a big thing because they're going to be solid. Uh, they're they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. And so, um, should be a fun uh, I think next be, few weeks yeah. here. 
The and I mean it's it's hard to say, but the team that has the most to lose this weekend is Missouri. Missouri has if, the, if yeah. Missouri loses to West Virginia, they're gonna go six and six at the at best. And I and I bet them to win seven, so I would prefer I, them. I mean, I think they're gonna get. I I don't see how they don't win at least seven, if not eight or nine. They could still go ten and two. I still I still can see ten and two, looking at the schedule. Yeah, I would agree with that. And so I. I'm still banking on that. I would agree with that. Um, the next college football game we'll talk about, Northwest, Mo West. Um, kind of a big deal up north. Um, Mo West is, you know, I feel like they're pretty confident. You know, they feel like they've got a couple of recruits. I think this is the third year of their new coach. Uh, they're feeling confident about where they sit. Um, but And this is a big, big game for them. Uh, I think they're this hoping. Is their, this is their big game. Yeah. Because they're, they're a team that's not – like headed for a playoff spot. This is their opportunity to knock Mizzou out of or mm-hmm. Northwest out of possibly getting to the playoffs, which is a, never happens. Northwest yeah. is always a playoff team. And the thing, the thing I'm most excited for for Northwest, number eleven, Justin Rankin. That's a name to keep an eye on. Kent State transfer was effective for Kent State last year. He had almost 700 yards rushing. And he transferred to Northwest because he simply wanted to win football games. And so he fits he, 5'10", 210. He fits the type of running back they want. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's got speed. It's going to be a fun year with Justin Rankin in the backfield. Because look, looking at them from last year, Northwest from last year, Josh Caldwell didn't fit. Big power running back. He didn't fit their offense. So he did. I mean, he had some good games and he had some games that he didn't get a lot of carries. This guy, he's going to start from from day one mm-hmm. and they're going to be very, very good. Braden, Braden Wright's who I'm excited for, the Richard mm-hmm. freshman last year. Richard his first year. Last year played pretty well. Started was, all year long. There was there was games, yeah, so he won the quarterback battle. Um, I won the quarterback battle outside of, uh, um, out of camp. Um, came in, played pretty well. There was a couple games where I don't think he played great, but um, got away with it. And a couple games, obviously the Fort Hayes game, um, the last game of the year, didn't get away with it there. Uh, but I think there's excitement. I think Northwest. I think I think the the big thing coming out of there is I think this is the year that we could go back and uh, go and make an undefeated run again. And I think I think that's true. There are there are two tough games. Um, Pretty much for their schedule. Uh, Thursday well, night's not really one of them, in my opinion. There's it, or three. It, it, the, the MIAA has got deeper, so they start at Mo West. Shouldn't be a problem. The next Saturday, Washburn it shouldn't be an issue. It, there, there's people are saying Washburn's coach is on the way out. Southern. <laughs> that, I'll say that could be a tough game. Mm. New coach. I mean, he's brought in a ton but by of week, transfers. But playing them week three, though, you kind of know what yeah. they're doing. Exactly. So, the, the, it's whoever Missouri Southern plays first is the team that's really going to have probably problems yeah, with I Southern. I think they're playing like Lincoln or somebody this week. So, so, they, so they could get a win. Week week four, circle it. Central Oklahoma, that's a, that's a D2, one of their games of the week. It's going to be streamed on Facebook, Twitter. Um... They got a transfer from Oregon. 
Todd Griffin. Mm-hmm. He's going to be impressive. And then and Central s- Oklahoma beat Northwest last year as well. Yes, on the road. This one will be in Maryville, so I don't see why Northwest should lose that, but you never know. Emporia State, they're usually pretty good, but Wait, always for some no, reason, no problem ball. there. Pitt State at Arrowhead. That's going to be a fun one. Pitt State's a lot of people are picking them third and probably a playoff team. There's, mm-hmm. They're saying three playoff teams from the MIAA is a possibility if Pitt State can figure out their offense. That's their biggest issue that they've had the last few years. Kearney, they're good defensively, but no reason Northwest should go up there and lose. Lincoln, <laughs> for homecoming. Mm, no thanks. Uh, Northeastern State, oh, man. It's going to be a tough one. Those two games back back in Maryville is going to be a tough one. And then the tail end, the back end of the schedule, it does get more difficult. Fort Hayes at Hayes. Be a tough ball game for the Bearcats. On um, That's going to be senior day out at Hayes. It should be at least. That'll be a tough, tough matchup. But I don't see why Northwest... They've gotten the better of them. Year. They've lost. They've lost two years in a row by a point each. Yeah. So I think. I think eventually. I think Northwest is going to find a way. And for, I mean, Northwest once they, that's like the only game that they can't figure out their offense. And, I and Northwest, Northwest. I think they would have won the game last year if All Conference D and um, Sam Roberts didn't get tossed mm-hmm. for targeting on the quarterback early in that ball game. They would have probably ended up winning. And then they close out the year with UCM. UCM got Brooke Bulls back from uh, medical redshirt. So their offense is going to be pretty good. But we'll see how it all turns out. I think North- I, I don't see any reason Northwest shouldn't go undefeated again this year. Or not again this year, but shouldn't go undefeated for... The umpteenth time in their history, and if the only game I could see them slipping up was that Hayes, because mm-hmm. their other road games aren't really that difficult. But it starts Thursday night. I will be there at Mo West for that ball game. Should be a fun one. I can't yell too much because of Friday. We both know what we have going on Friday. Um, but yeah, I, I, Missouri West, I, it'll be a big game. I think it'll be close early, and then Northwest pulls away late. Um, just because I think the atmosphere is going to be pretty cool. Um, it's always pretty good. You know, Mo West has a pretty nice stadium. That's uh, what Thanks happens the when, the, when the Chiefs pump millions of dollars into your program. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll be closer than I think people. I think people, you know, like me that are just going to check Twitter to check the score will be like, oh, wow, that's closer than I thought. And then I think at the end. I think like thirty eight twenty eight. I think it's gonna be the final. Um, I'm I'm thinking. So last year it was thirty to six. I think was the final. I've got Northwest thirty eight, Mo West twelve. I don't know where I got twelve from. I just twelve kind of came out. Um. So yeah. Um. But now we'll transition to the NFL. We'll transition to the Chiefs. Um. As 53-man roster got cut down, a couple of surprises, a couple of one signing that was surprising. Obviously, you guys have probably heard the Sean McCoy oh, yeah. is now a chief. Um, I drafted I Damian it. Williams in both of my fantasy leagues before this happened, so yay well, me. I mean, Damian's still going to be the feature back. He'll get, he'll get the bulk early. of the carries. At least early. I know Sunday, McCoy, they said they'll have a couple, they'll have a package or two in for him, but that's about it. 
He's not going to get a ton of carries. I bet we see Darwin Thompson have a probably a whole series if possible. Um, I just if we're gonna start running backs, I love I love the the Chiefs running back group, right? Oh yeah, it's it's probably the running back group has to be one of the best in the league, doesn't it? I mean, you don't have a superstar, but no. it's it's one of the deepest. When you can go three deep and feel good about whichever the three are on the field. Yeah, sorry, Daryl Williams. He's gonna be. An I like you, but I think he's active. I, I think he's... he'll. I think he'll be active most weeks because he's the bigger and he 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 plays special teams. Yeah, he's true. a special teams guy. But that I like. I like our situation. Running back wise, and then if you throw Anthony Sherman in there, he always seems to make a play or two <laughs> every game, special teams or on offense. Um, tight end wise, I'm not shocked. I think Deion Yelder they yeah. figured out he is healthy and ready I'm so, to I'm, go. I'm more I'm more shocked that they kept three because the big rumor out of camp was they were just going to keep two. Um, we all we use three tight ends a lot though. We put yeah. we have three tight end sets out there more than. A lot of teams. I think the question the question for me is who's going to be inactive. That's that's especially on the offensive side. On the O line, I bet you see like Ryan Hunter inactive, and possibly Allegretti. I think Allegretti's going to be used as like a redshirt year. I think. And then I think they'll they'll sit two O linemen because Cam Irving can play center, Jeff mm-hmm. Allen can play center, Martinez Rankin, and we traded Carlos Hyde for kind of a. Surprising deal. The fact we got a guy that actually that played all sixteen games last year, played snaps in all sixteen games, and he's gonna come in and be a backup. Kind of, they said he's a guy that can kind of play all over the line, kind of like a Cam Irving, mm-hmm. but a little bit more effective. Wide I, receiver wise, I, I I just look at this team, man. There's no way offensively, can, no. There's nothing you can't stop us for four quarters. I uh, no. I just look. I mean, wide receiver wise, Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins, obviously the starters. McCall Hardman, Demarcus Robinson as backups, and Brian Pringle. Man, I'm felt, still I'm still surprised Pringle made it. I'm but then you add that to it after week one with his suspension. The, the, the question the question for me is who do you cut? Who are they going to cut? Because he they they have to be able to make room for him somewhere, and I don't know. It may be one of the linemen. They got ten offensive. They do linemen. have ten offensive linemen, and they may get through week one and be like, okay, we don't need a Ryan Hunter. Jeff yeah. Allen can play both guard spots. Yeah, I agree there. Um, I think our offensive line's pretty good, pretty solid. We'll see. If Eric Fisher can't take the next step. He's taking a step every year at that left tackle position. I think he he's, will. He's due. Well, he's one or. He's got one more year left after this year. One more, I think. Yeah, next year's. His so last next year, year's going to be the year we got to decide if we're going to pay him mm-hmm. again or if we're going to move on. I think we're heading towards that move on spot. We'll find a left tackle hopefully in the draft next yeah. year. I I agree with that. I you know unless he just has a phenomenal year this year, you know he's too he's too, he's still too inconsistent. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, he had unfair expectations. You know, any other year. He gets drafted fifth or sixth overall, and there's not. If there's another quarterback. Yeah, I mean, but there's if no there quarterback. quarterback. I would say, yeah, so there's not another quarterback if there is a quarterback. Yeah. The one year the Chiefs get the number one overall uh, but, pick. But hey, he's, he's worked out better than Luke Jokel has. Well, yeah, Luke Jokel broke his ankle in the first against the Chiefs, and then hasn't really done anything since. But yeah, so this offense, I think, is, is pretty good. Matt Moore being the backup, I don't think that surprised anybody. I know he didn't play in preseason, but they didn't want Kyle Schumer to be the backup because if anything no, does happen no, to Mahomes, 
Obviously, you don't want Kyle Schumer going in there. Uh, Schumer did make the practice squad, so obviously that's. I'm not surprised by that. No, I think either. they looked at Lit and they're like, "So you're older, didn't really take a step forward. Make us think that he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Good to cut him." Schumer shows. I think he shows a little bit more upside. I think Schumer in two years will be our backup. Yeah, I think he'll be around for a couple of years. I I like it personally. Um, going to the defense. Um, not a lot of surprises. Joey Ivy surprised me. Granted, with the Breland Speaks injury he helped. Ivy wasn't surprising. The surprise was, uh, I mean, he made plays. Mm-hmm. I was surprised Xavier Williams made it. I figured so they'd fun. go Justin Hamilton, cheaper option, but Hamilton just didn't make plays in the preseason like Ivy did to earn the spot, which bumped Colin Saunders to the third string, which in that spot. Which doesn't surprise me. He's he's raw. I think Sanders. I think Sanders is going to be a guy that's inactive all sixteen games. Yeah, I, I bet we see a active. lot of that. Uh, but the starters. I mean, Okafor Jones, Naughty Clark. That's a good front. If if they would if you would have been told next year at this at last year when the season ended, Justin Houston's not on roster. D Ford's not on roster. But we have Alex Okafor and and Frank Clark. What would you have said? I would have said you were a liar. And then I mean, or I'm, or we switched to a four three. Because I mean, which, I really I really like I, Okafor. Really impressed me during the uh, preseason. I know he only played like five snaps each game, but he got to the quarterback pretty much all five snaps whenever they threw it. Yeah. Um, Derek Nadi looked really good against the run. Chris Jones said that's been his focus is stopping the run because it was he. I mean, he even said it in, in an interview. He said it was embarrassing last year that teams just mm-hmm. gouged him. So. Um, Frank Clark, you know, obviously um, against the 49ers, I mean, destroyed Joe Staley. I mean, just one of the best left tackles in the league and just made him look foolish. And I think he's going to do that all year. I really do. I, I love the the backups we got. So Agba. Agba. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Emmanuel Agba. And Tano Pastanel. He's going to – I think he's going to – He's going to make an impact. out there, he's going to make an impact. Mm-hmm. I was surprised – okay, yes, this is against backups, but last Thursday – Jeremiah Tachu looked really, really good. And he technically made the and He initial. made the 53, but mm-hmm. then they cut him when they picked up... Who did they pick up? Was that the McCoy? Yeah, I think that was McCoy, yeah. And so, I mean, I, I felt bad for the guy. He, he showed out. Mm-hmm. He was one of the top players of the week. Pro Football Focus rated him one of the top defensive ends that week, for week four. Yeah, yeah he's going against second, third string left tackles, but he made a lot of plays that kept the Chiefs' defense in that game against the Packers. So I'm shocked, and I didn't even hear, I don't think he got picked up by anybody, nothing like either. that. So maybe the Chiefs have a little thing there, if we need you, we'll call you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's very possible that we've got that linebacker core. Um, I think Darren Lee is going to be in the middle of that linebacker core. Well, the, the surprising part was when they released... So the depth chart as they were releasing in the training camp was a mm-hmm. typical 4-3-4. Four, four. The one that's now that they released for the regular season is a 4-2-5. So they have three corners, only two linebackers. I think... I, I agree with you. I think Darren Lee's going to be in there a lot. I think Rag, I don't think we're going to see a lot of Reggie Raglan. No. I really don't. Uh, Dorian O'Daniel being third string doesn't surprise me, but I think... I, I'm so... I'm, I love that he's there, though, because... 
he's quick. Mm-hmm. And I think in no I mean him and Darren Lee are very similar. Speed linebackers that can cover. I think Dorian O'Daniel is on this team to play special teams for now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played a lot last year and looked good in a lot of situations against the pass when he's in coverage. I think he will at some point be second string. I think they may figure out Damian Wilson is not. They really like him, but you have to, they really do like Wilson, though. Yeah. Damian Wilson, they... They do, I mean, you pay him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, but, I mean, the, the, what they have right here, Hitchens and Wilson as the two starters, I'm good with that. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. you'll see a lot of Darren Lee. You'll see Raglan some, unfortunately. But he just, I mean, he just didn't coverage-wise take that step forward. He slimmed down, but he didn't get any faster. No. It's hard to deal with that. The The big question, that I mean, the... Really confusing to me is Traymond Smith got sent back to corner. He's now thirty nine, which, which is smart, especially yeah. with I mean with having four corners kept at the time, which he's not on this depth chart I don't, right I don't. now. See, my thing with Veach, my Veach said Sunday at his press conference, conference call, whatever it was, he said, "Were you going to aggressively look for upgrading the cornerback position?" And we did nothing. I think there's something in the works. I think it may, the trade it may be it may be a week. I mean, I would not be shocked if the Chiefs decide we're all in first and a third for Xavier Howard. That wouldn't surprise me either. Because I mean, Miami's in a fire sale, and Xavier Howard's their best player they have left. Miami is publicly saying we are tanking. We want to go zero and sixteen. We want Tua. We can talk about Miami in a little bit. I've got some. I've got some statements on the Dolphins that I'd like to make when we talk about them. But yeah, I think a corner's coming. There's a lot of people saying AJ Boye. Cause he's just got a one year left. Chiefs could probably just give up like a second or a third and get AJ Boye. I mean, going four corners. I think we're gonna see a lot of. Honey Badger, Thornhill, Lucas in coverage. Dirty Dan will not be in coverage. And if he they is, like Jor- will, they like Jordan Lucas. I will jump out a window if Daniel Swanson if you, if, you re- if you remember, Jordan Lucas made plays last year yep. in coverage. Mm-hmm. I do. He, when he came out of nowhere, so was, was he watch. one of those practice squad no, we picked signings him, uh, or whatever? Traded him, traded him from uh, Miami. Oh, Miami. Okay, but yeah, but he when he showed up, he made plays. And so did Watts. Or was he Cincinnati? One of those two teams. Some, They're both bad. I, I They're think both it was bad. I think it was Miami. But but he showed up I think his first game he had a pick. Yeah. And almost had a pick six on it. And so I think you're looking at a chance that you're gonna see three, four safeties on the field mm-hmm. at certain times. Cause if Honey Badger's not in if Honey Badger is in coverage, you'll see Thornhill out there. Lucas will be up there in coverage. Watts will. Be, I I bet we we will see all five safeties at some point. At some point in the game on Sunday. I mean, not counting special teams, we'll see Watts, Lucas. I agree with that. I agree. With that. I I think the safety positions are best in the defense, and I think our 
defensive line is Our very, very D good. D line and safety is not a problem. It's the corners and linebackers. I don't think the line. Field. I don't think linebackers are going to be a problem. I think people just have Anthony Hitchens and how bad he was last year still stuck in their head. I think Anthony Hitchens I, moving to this system. People I think saying is good. Hitchens was that bad last year. He made a lot of tackles. Yeah, he did. A lot of the tackles that we weren't making the year before. It he just, made it just a looked, lot of plays. It just looked really bad. I mean, the whole defense I mean, just looked you bad. Can't, you can't strike on a guy for um, when your other two, other three linebackers that you have aren't making run-stopping no. plays, and he's having to shoot four gaps. When Reggie Ragland's just standing there. But listening to Hitchens talk even a few weeks ago, he's like, we don't have to read four holes. No. It's literally, in this defense, we read one hole. And we make a play in that hole. If they run there, we go there. He's like, this defense is simpler. And, I mean, I, that's, I think the Chiefs defense is going to take a step forward, be top 20 in the NFL. I mean, if, and if a top 10 defense, in the, or top 20 defense in the NFL, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Because mm-hmm. I don't see our offense taking any steps back. And I agree with that. I, I... And if it's possible, we got more dangerous. I think if I, Alex... Uh... Uh, Nick Wright, sorry. I don't know what I was going to say Alex Wright. Nick Wright said it today on First Things First. If the Chiefs move to the 24th best defense, there's no reason why this team shouldn't win the Super Bowl. And, well, I, and, and he's a KC guy. Oh, yeah. I say 6'10 sports. So he, he knows. I mean, he's a Chiefs fan. He's, well, he loves the Chiefs. Absolutely loves them. He's, he's been talking about him even with Alex Smith as quarterback. So, And so uh, we can move to special teams. No surprise. It's not really surprising. Um, For the brand here. Tyreek listed at punt returner right now. I think we see McCole Hardman when he gets comfortable. Comfortable. And then the only reason Tremont Smith made the team is right there. It's kick kick return return. kicks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is still. And I mean, I would not put it past the Chiefs that somehow he's out there on offense running around. At some point. Oh yeah, well oh, yeah. He'll be playing between playing both ways. I would not be one ounce surprised if that happened. At some Neither point would I this year. Um, so that's kind of the rundown. Some surprises, depth chart wise. Um, we'll get a little bit more into the Chiefs matchup here this week. But now we're gonna go through the Week One matchups. Who Do we picks? Want to make some picks? Who we think we're gonna win? Who who we who we think's gonna win? Uh, what do we think about the matchup? Is it going to be close? There's a couple of matchups that are, we're just going to skim through because they're like Baltimore and Miami. Detroit and Arizona. Um, but the Thursday night matchup is Green Bay at Chicago. Um, the 100th year celebration. Normally it's designated for the Super Bowl winner. The Patriots getting their rings that night. And it should have been Patriots Chiefs, but I digress. Um, Patriots Steelers is still a pretty darn good yeah, first week it is. matchup. It is. Um, I like Chicago a lot. Their defense is that good. Um, I'm not. I still don't like their offense. I don't like Mitchell Trubisky. I want to make that very clear. And the Bears traded up for him, and passed on Mahomes and Watson. I mean, they could have had one of those two. Um, uh, I. I mean, Trubisky and Watson. I think are it's about the same level. Trubisky's a lot for me. He might be a little just a tick lower, but I think him and Watson are on the same tier. Trubisky though. For me, outside the first 15 scripted plays, I remember there was a stat last year. He was awful after the first 15 plays. I mean, so I I don't – unless he takes the next step. I mean, he only played one we'll, year at North Carolina. We'll see, we'll see if he takes the next step forward this year in his third year. 
But I, I like the Bears too. Mm. Their defense is outstanding. So good. It's so deep. Chiefs so, having to go there week sixteen scares the living hell out of me. And so I, I'm I take the Bears in this game. Okay. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers healthy, all this stuff. I don't think it's gonna matter. Bears defense is gonna be so good. My Will Mac, was, Kyle Fuller, Eddie Jackson. I mean, you go down the list. Eddie Goldman. My thing with Green Bay is didn't see Aaron Rodgers at all during preseason. Okay. Uh, it sounds like um, already clashing with Matt LaFleur, even though Matt LaFleur came out and said he's got the green light to change anything he wants. So we're going to see a lot of that. Uh, Green Bay, they signed a lot of defensive players. They're going to be better defensively. We'll see how it works. Um, We talked about them mm -hmm. in our predictions. That's why we both have them in the playoffs playoffs. because their defense is going to be a lot better than it has been. I do think they bounce back, but I just don't think they bounce back this week. I think at Chicago is is tough. Um, Unless we see Aaron Rodgers from last year. That just, yeah. Hurts himself, but comes out and... Comes back. We all know what happened. Um, I, we're just going to go through the list as of on ESPN. Um, so if it seems random, that's why. Uh, Tennessee at Cleveland. Um, I think that's an interesting matchup just because I think both. I think Tennessee has a really good defense. Mm-hmm. And Cleveland obviously spent all that money on offense. Um, Cleveland, I didn't realize they had a top 10 defense last year. Yeah. And they got everybody back. Except Emmanuel Ogba. But they lost Greg Williams. I think the whole reason why they had a good defense was because of Greg Williams. That's mm-hmm. my thing. Losing okay. Greg Williams was huge. Okay. And I I think the spread on that's like five and a half. I think yeah. it's going to be like a field goal ball game. Tennessee, they'll find a way to get yeah. in the end zone somehow. They'll find a way. Derek Henry's I just massive. think I think Cleveland will, in the end, be too good. I think Odell scores a couple touchdowns. Yeah, I think so too. And Cleveland wins that. My game. thing, well, my thing is though too. The last time we saw Baker Mayfield in the preseason game, he went ten of twenty six against the Bucks and threw a pick. Mm-hmm. He didn't look good. I Cleveland, Cleveland's already driving me insane because of Baker Mayfield. I, this is why I didn't like Baker Mayfield coming out of college. I mean, he's literally ran his mouth all all, all off season. Yeah. When Duke Johnson and wanted his trade, well, we don't I, want him here. I heard a thing. They've had the most bets on them in Vegas to win the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. The most money has been to the Chiefs. Everybody pick, betting on the Chiefs, but the most the most bets made in Vegas to win the Super Bowl is Cleveland Browns. And they haven't done anything. I mean, yeah, they went seven, eight, and one last year. They couldn't do any worse than what they did the year before. No, they went on winning. Winning a game was they went on sixteen. I mean that the thing the thing with Cleveland, Baker Mayfield that Cleveland has a two year, three year window to win the Super Bowl. Because Baker Mayfield's gonna run a lot of people off. That honesty mm-hmm. crap in the in the in the press conference is not gonna well, take professional. I, I think well. Odell, I, I don't think Odell Beckham's gonna get ticked off. Oh yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, I see at some point this year they're gonna butt heads because one of them's not getting the football. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it's gonna be Jarvis Landry. And if Odell, if Odell stays healthy, yeah, he's he's just coming back from a hip issue. Expected to play this week, but they're gonna butt heads because they're not gonna like it. Um, because they're both 100 catch guys, and a bunch of people on Twitter are saying, Wait till we get Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, since week five of his rookie year, has not had a 100 yard gain through uh, on the ground. So, I Kareem Hunt, you know, Kansas City Sports Talk Radio has really dived into that the last couple of weeks because people have been using that argument for Cleveland. I don't think Kareem Hunt is that. Kareem Hunt was great out of the backfield when Mahomes found him in those eleven games. I I just don't. See, I I'm not a huge fan. I think Kareem Hunt 
I think I he's mean, good, but I don't think he's yeah, as good I, I as mean, what, he, what he's good. I'm glad he's got the help that he needed mm-hmm. to, and he's seems seeming to be staying out of trouble. But he's not going to make that big of a difference. No. To. Uh, to I mean, I, we both think they're going to make the playoffs. I think Nick Chubb's the better running back anyway. Yeah, um, yeah I think Ch- Chubb's going to be their starter no matter what. Tennessee, Tennessee, they just got to get quarterback, man. I think they have a good defense. I think they have talent around them. They have, they have two quarterbacks that are about the same. <laughs> and I think Ryan Tannehill's honestly better. I I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, I think Ryan Tannehill starts at least half the year. Cause Cause we'll, we'll, I think Mariota's elbow is going to start that yeah. nerve issue that he's got. is might rear its ugly head at some point. But I think that'll be a close game. Cleveland wins it. I think we both agree on that. Baltimore at Miami. Baltimore's going to win that. Miami. We'll, we'll just see if Lamar Jackson worked on his passing game in the offseason. Yeah. I'd say the last fourth quarter is pretty much going to be 7-on-7 seven seven for Lamar Jackson. They're just see if he can throw. Atlanta-Minnesota, that's an interesting matchup. Two teams that really disappointed last season. Mm-hmm. Really need to get off to a strong start. I like Minnesota a lot just because they have Thielen, Rudolph, and Diggs. But man, they still have Kirk Cousins as a quarterback. <laughs> I mean, I can't get I can't get past. That. I know Atlanta wasn't a, uh, above five hundred team last year. Atlanta still has an explosive offense. They have Ridley. They have Jones. They have Matt Ryan. You know, they have good running backs. They have a decent offensive line. Their defense is atrocious. Minnesota, that's their kind of edge in this game. I think their defense is really good. Except the secondary. Yeah, the secondary is awful. Their secondary is bad. Yeah. I'm taking Minnesota. I think at home, they're going to be able to get it done. Dalvin Cook's going to have a good day. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think they'll make enough plays through the air with Thielen and Diggs. I like I like Atlanta just because I think Atlanta's secondary is good enough to confuse Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins half the time looks confused. Um, if Minnesota didn't have Kirk Cousins, I, I I would be really high on Minnesota. I'm just not. I mean, with Kirk Cousins, I'm just not high it's, on Minnesota. But I still am just like baffled they gave a fully guaranteed contract. At least it was for three years, though. So at for least after three next year, one hundred percent guaranteed contract, eighty nine million dollars. Um, Buffalo, New York. I think that's a really good matchup. Buffalo, really good. I'm gonna go New York. I like the Bills. I like New York. I like I like the left Bell signing because I think it's gonna take a lot of pressure off of Darnold. I think Robbie Anderson's a really good receiver. I I I feel good about the Bills. I do I feel good about the Bills too. Don't get me wrong. Their defense is going to be really good. I think Josh Allen's going to take just another little step forward and look really good. I like their running back situation. Devin Singletary, as a rookie, yeah, I think he's going to have a really good year. I think so too. That's why yeah. they cut. I mean, they wouldn't have cut LaShawn McCoy if they didn't think they had a guy to replace him. Mm-hmm. And I think they do. I, I New York, I just think they're going to control the ball a lot more. I think Lev Bell's a huge addition for that offense. Um, I think it's all on Donald. Their defense, I think both defenses here are a lot better than what people are giving credit for. Mm-hmm. I think both defenses could be in the top 15, top 16, um, top half of the NFL this season. I don't think they'll be top five, but I think they can be in that middle range. Uh, so you have Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go New York. Um, Washington at Philly. Philly's- I, think we've, I mean, it's however many points Philly wants to win by. <laughs> Uh, uh, there's no reason for us to talk. Washington, no. Washington is bad. They're starting Case Keenum. <laughs> Case Keenum. The uh, fact that he's still keeping a job in the NFL is incredible. Well, it's because uh, John Elway gave him a two-year, like $35 million contract last year. So someone had to pay him. Pass. Uh, Philadelphia, we both have Philly in yes. that game. Philadelphia should. We, all, we both think Philly will be one of the top teams in the NFC, so they shouldn't have any problems with that. L.A. at Carolina. I think this is a better matchup than... It's, 
It's intriguing. It is very intriguing. I mean, the Rams are only favored by three. Rams are traveling. I, I don't underestimate the travel from LA. West Coast to East Coast. That's a, a tough and, and travel. The possible weather conditions they could yep. be seeing on Sunday in Carolina. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly think. Yeah, I have the Rams going deep, but I think they're going to take a step back. They did. Yeah. Todd Gurley is not a hundred percent. He's not even close to it. And out of reports out of camp, Daryl Henderson from Memphis was not impressive, and they they say and he's I not love, re- they I say loved, he's not ready. And I loved him coming out in the draft. He said he's not ready. So, and so I I I'm taking the Rams, but. I'm not sleeping on the fact that Carolina is going to be really, really... I think Carolina is going to be a lot better than people think. I mean, Carolina... I, I think I picked them second I think in their too. division. And I I really think that they're leg, going to be legit. I think Cam's going to be healthy this year. I think if That's Cam, the main thing. If Cam can stay healthy, people forget they were 6-2 and two in the first eight games last year. Mm-hmm. Then Cam got hurt, and things just kind of fell apart. And they said his ankle or his foot, whatever mm-hmm. his issue was, is better. Yep. And so he will be ready to go for Sunday. Uh I'm going to take L.A. just because if, if the weather's perfect, uh-huh. L.A.'s the better team. I, I'm taking L.A. as well, but it's going to be a dogfight. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's – a lot of people – so a lot of people say, oh, L.A. will win by 21. I don't think that's going to happen. And I think golf regresses a yeah. little bit this year. Um, Kansas City at Jacksonville. Let's kind of put that at, at the end. end. We'll do that at the end. Yeah, we'll yeah. do that at the end. Uh, Indy at uh, Chargers. I think that's an interesting matchup because – I think uh, now that I stop and think about it, I think Indy will still be good. I really do. I don't think they'll. I don't think they're going to be a ten-win team. I think no. Jacoby Brissett. I think is still. They have talent around him. Chris Ballard said it in his press conference. This team's built to win, and he said it was built to win even without luck. You With Brissett slash Hoyer now, I forgot the fact this. that they gave three years and twelve million to Brian Hoyer, nine mil guaranteed. Yeah, to be a backup. I mean, it's no big deal. Brissett's going to start. I think, I think L.A. wins it. I think L.A. wins Indy's it. Indy's going to keep it close because they're going to be able to run the football. Because I don't, L.A.'s defense is beat up. And I've also and their read offense. I've also read a couple people. I get really bored at work. I've read a lot um, that a lot of people are saying that the offensive line for the Chargers is not going to be as good as last year. So they said that's going to be where Philip Rivers could possibly see more turnovers. I do like because he's not gonna be able because he can't move. I do like the Chargers in this game just because uh-huh. I think Indy's that that transition I still think is going on. Yeah. With Andrew Luck retiring, Brissett taking over, so I, I like the Chargers in this game. Um, but we'll see. Kind of, I think it like you said, I think it'll be close. I think it's a four and a half point spread right now. I think that's a little. I, that's that's low. That's low. Um, Cincinnati and Seattle. I'm not high on Seattle, but Seattle should win that game. I mean, Cincinnati's so bad. Cincinnati's terrible. The Chiefs won one preseason game, and they scored 30-something points with their backups. Yeah, Cincinnati's bad. Uh, New York at Dallas. New York is bad, but I think Dallas without Zeke. They're trying to get a deal done, but... I think think Zeke's going to end up playing week one. And and if he Dallas does, should have no problems. No, that I, game. they shouldn't have any problems. This game is, if you watch this game, you're a diehard NFL fan. Detroit at Arizona, two really bad teams. I like Detroit, just Arizona's going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray, Cliff, Clint Kingsbury experiments. This next game. get off to a tough start. This next game's even tougher. Right? San Francisco I mean, at Tampa. I, I'm taking San Fran. I think they're going to be able to go across. No, no, no. Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking Tampa. Yeah. I think the Bucks are going to be better than 
At least San Francisco. Yeah, oh yeah. I think Tampa Bay wins four or five games. I think this is one of them. San Francisco, I think, is going to be just as bad as Arizona. Uh, the only benefit is they do get to play Arizona twice, and then Arizona gets to play San Francisco twice. So, mm-hmm. depending on who's good there. The Sunday night game, uh, Pittsburgh at New England. Uh, Pittsburgh, I think, is going to be a lot better than people think. I think a lot of people, oh, they lost Bell, they lost Brown. I think they lost two distractions. I think they'll be better, but I don't think they stand a chance, really, against New England. I think New England wins this game. I think they're talented. Um, I was listening to a podcast earlier today. Um, New England should start probably 8-0, and then that's when their schedule just becomes brutal when they go at Philly, at Houston. And, you know, they play the Chiefs. They they play a couple other teams that are pretty pretty darn good. So, uh, But I like New England in this one. I think New England, I think as long as Tom Brady doesn't fall off a cliff at 42, I think I think they should, should yeah, win this game. I agree. Pittsburgh's defense is going to be really good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're quick. They they've got some really really they've got a lot of speed on that defense. They do have a lot of speed. And but I I just think Tom Brady finds a way to pick on Steve Nelson all day long, and they're it, gonna it, score a lot of God, points. They gave him twenty five million dollars. Hey, Nelson Island, at least baby. We didn't have to do it. Yeah, well, we weren't going to. <laughs> Uh, Monday night, there is a doubleheader. Uh, I mean, the first one's the only one I really care about. Yeah. Houston at New Orleans. I think that's a sneaky good matchup. I think Houston pretty much revamped their roster last week. The Clowney yeah, trade, in one week. Clowney trade was bad. I think they lost that trade pretty easily. Um, the the Tunzel trade was huge because they need somebody to protect Watson. I still don't think that line's going to be great, but I think Tunzel kind of helps with that, um, I like New Orleans, though. I mm-hmm. think New Orleans in the Superdome Monday night, I think that's they, tough to and, win. And New Orleans is on a mission. Yeah, oh yeah. They they have one thing in mind right now. And that's get to the Super Bowl. Before yeah. Drew Brees retires. And Drew Brees is close uh, to I, retirement. And I, I think if they get there, and God forbid they win, if they beat the Chiefs. You know, if, if the Chiefs are to lose in the Super Bowl, and it's to New Orleans... It won't hurt me nearly as bad, knowing no. that we lost to Drew Brees. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think Brees would be like, bye, I'm done. Thank you, guys. I'm out of here. Take the trophy and just walk out. Yeah. Walk out of the stadium. Thank Mike you, guys. Drop. Bye-bye. Um, the next game, the last game, I guess second to last game we'll talk about, Denver at Oakland, uh, probably the two worst teams, probably in the AFC, maybe. Um, Denver. No, no, not two worst teams in the AFC. Oh well, yeah, that Bengals Miami. are worse. Yeah, Miami's Miami. worse. God, that's that's bad. That they're gonna be three and four. Huh. <laughs> uh, I like Oakland. Pretty I'm much. taking Denver. I'll go Oakland just because it's in Oakland. It's the last home opener for Oakland in Oakland. Uh, I and mean, we could go for eighty five bucks. The cheapest tickets here on ESPN. It says twenty three dollars to go to the Arizona Detroit game. It's twenty seven to go to the Miami game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Denver Oakland is going to be a terrible matchup. Uh, that's the B team broadcasting group anyway. No one's going to watch. It's at nine twenty Central Time. That's going to be bumped back because the Houston New Orleans game is going to go long. It always does. So, mm-hmm. um, Chiefs at Jacksonville. That'll be the last game we talked about. Um, I, I've seen on Twitter, you know, that there was a tweet. I don't know who it was, but you know, listed all these names and said, "Good luck, NFL." You know, for the Chiefs, and then a couple of Jacksonville fans trot out a. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, get uh, GIF, GIF, however you say it. My question is, is Jalen Ramsey going to be able to guard all five receivers slash tight ends <laughs> slash running backs on the field? Well, they've already said. No. The defensive coordinator stood up there in a press conference and was like, Jalen Ramsey's going to shadow Tyreek Hill. All right, you can go ahead yeah, and do fine. that. Cause that's okay. If you say, let's say A.J. Boye is going to guard Sammy Watkins, then D-Rob, 
Hardman, Kelsey, you name it. Williams. Williams, McCoy, Thompson. I mean, there's a lot of weapons. Oh, my gosh. I just, I sit here thinking about it. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. Uh, How is this possible to Andy Reid to build an offense like this? There is a slight possibility it could not be in Jacksonville. Uh, I don't know where they move it if it moves. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. Is the, Atlanta at home? Well, Atlanta's the the stadium's in use though. It's hosting some convention. Oh my so, gosh! I don't know where they would move it to, obviously, but you know, Miami? with everything kind of going on, nope. Um, you would you would yeah have to, you'd have to and, see. I mean, in the in Jags aren't practicing tomorrow, so I think that takes that's going to be a factor. Cause Chiefs are going to practice everything like that, mm-hmm. like normal. Um. But I really, I, I don't see how, Jacksonville is going to move the ball. I'll say that. Jacksonville is going to move the football. I don't think they even do that. But I I think the Chiefs defense is going to come out jazz enough. They're going to force two or three turnovers. And Nick Foles is going to look like a pedestrian quarterback. I don't, because it, well, I don't think it would be full. I, they just don't have any receiver. Their number one receiver is D.D. Westbrook. It's not an... Oh, Chris Conley. You can't forget about Chris no, Conley. Chris right Conley. Yeah, Chris he Conley. Paid. I, just, I don't think the Chiefs, the line keeps moving back. I think it was at three last I heard. It first opened at three, and I think it's four and a half now, I think, if I remember checking earlier. I can't remember. It had been moving Jacksonville's way for a little while. Well, I think a lot of people were betting Kansas City. Or they're betting Jacksonville. They're betting Jacksonville. It is at Kansas City by four. That right there to me is... And, and I mean, ESPN's matchup predictor is basically even. ESPN also predicted in a simulation via their football yeah, that was, power index had the Chiefs missing the playoffs. So I, I, don't, I don't do all that simulation no. stuff. And so I just I don't see how the Chiefs go down there and get beat. No. Their defense has to just play bad. They have to have, like... Two injuries in the secondary and have for Scott Fenton out there playing corner, which isn't ideal, but I think he can do a job. I think he can. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I pick the Chiefs to win, cover, score a lot of points. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll, I think they'll put up at least 30, just like they did last year at Arrowhead. I think they will, too. Um, Jalen Ramsey can do all the talking he wants, but it ain't going to matter. No, Ty- I don't. Tyreek's going to get his. I think... Yeah, just I, like last year. I just, I just think it's going to be a tough matchup. But, um, so that yeah, that'll do it. Um, next week we'll probably touch on a little bit of what the, what we saw about the Chiefs. Focus more on Mizzou, K State, and uh, KU. Kind of just go from there. Uh, we appreciate the support. Um, you know, there's been texts and stuff for both of us saying that it's getting better. So we're slowly but surely getting there. Um, don't forget to check out our high school podcast, uh, KC Sports Roundup. High school sports roundup. Um, so then that way we can get that one going um, as well. So, again, next week, touch really on football. I mean, that's really the only big thing. Uh, Maybe hit the Royals next week. Royals did sell officially. They did announce it. So um, kind of a big deal. Uh, we finalized in November. Um, it's pretty much a formality now. Maybe and it's hit a small section on sporting depending on how they do this. I think, it's a, I think it's a formality now that the Royals are going to get a downtown baseball team or baseball stadium. Um, I think that's... Not until 2031. 30, 31. Yeah, lease is up. 
Um, but we can talk about that next week because I have a lot of theories on what they're going to do out in Truman Sports Complex as well by that time. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, for Nate and for Taylor, we appreciate your support. Have a good night.